Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for Thursday Night Football on December 28th. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Might as well be us. We're so close to being a merry millionaire there. You guys know I had half Raiders defense, so we had the dumb piece that you needed, but we also had a lot of the smart pieces you needed. Uh, for instance, going two tight ends. Kind of wish George Kittle had cost that last, that last touchdown, but more importantly, I wish that Darius Slayton had not been the one to catch that bomb. I wish that it had been Wandale Robinson, because that's what my best lineup would have been banking that. But regardless, can't be too upset. Zamir White was not a bad play. I don't care who's upset about it. I mean, oh no, can Kansas City lose? Yeah, Kansas City could lose, guys. 50% chance. If you didn't have 50% Zamir White, you were dumb. Um, okay, so sorry if you overrated Kansas City. Now there's an ongoing debate right now about, oh, is or who's giving away edge, whatever. And I've seen smart people on both sides of the issue. And so I'll just give you my, like, why do I give out takes all day? The reason is that I know math and I don't care. Like, you know, number one, individuals are bet limited. So num you shouldn't be able to get very much down on a bet. If you're any kind of good gambler, they're going to be limiting you to a hundred bucks max, probably at any good, good book, maybe like less at most of these bad books. But secondly, it's not good gambling practice to do a big 10 unit nuke bet. Even if you have edge, you think you should do, you should not be doing nuke bets. That's not how you win money. You should layer your bets. You should do different, you know, maybe two units. If you're very like, I don't think, I think I've said 1.6 in my, like, in the discord, I'm never advising a ridiculous number of units on a bet. That's just not a good habit. So a lot of people telling on themselves uh, last night, getting mad at DK, but then not getting mad at Bressel, right? Like why are you not getting mad at squirrel patrol? If you're mad at DK squirrel patrol, gave away half the plays that were in his hundred K lineup and he still won a hundred K. So that's what I'm saying. You guys don't understand. Books are very big and, and yeah, it's a negative sum game for us, but if you include the books, it's a zero-sum game, right? So somebody has to lose, but it could be them in, in sports betting sometimes. So, you know, I, for instance, today, it's pretty obvious. I just gave you three core plays to the NBA slate. Let's say I'd given four. Some people give away four core plays. Why do they do that? Well, on this slate, the number of remaining lineups, once you give away, even if you locked all four of those plays, which you shouldn't do, even with a core, right? I'm playing 65% of my own core-ish. Today, I might go to 90% Drummond, whatever. The point is, it's not 150 remaining lineups. It's not 1,500, like 10 of our friends. It's not 1,000 of our friends. It is 203 million lineups remaining amongst, even if I tell you the four best playoffs on the slates. So how many is that? Like how many people would have to hear that news for us to cover all of the cases? 1.4 million of you. So once I have 1.4 million people in my audience, then I'll worry about that. But for now... Since we have a couple hundred of us, who cares? You, we can all win. It's not a big deal. It's a zero-sum game for everybody. It's a negative 18% rate game for everybody. But it, it's not like among the few thousand of us who are in DK's circle or the few hundred of us who listen to my show, who cares? That's just not enough edge. And if like the whole world listened to it, I'm still not convinced. That's 1.4 million people. How many people play DraftKings? How many people are in the competition, right? Like 50,000. You know what I mean? So... The, like I was having this conversation with uh, Sheets. When do we even reach the optimal? Not much, right? It's, it's going to be very weird, very weird for us to reach the optimal. Now, on a NFL showdown, a little bit more likely, right? I mean, there's there's only so many people on each team that you can play. But still, it's it's a lot of lineups, right? So how many people are on an NFL roster? It's like that are choosable, maybe four, 15 aside. So let's say 30. 
So 30, choose, what is it, uh, six? Okay, so then we, we roughly span the space when we have these big showdown competitions of accessible lineups. So, you know, I if I were to give you a lock button for tonight, it would be a lot. Now, here's here's where I tell you, welcome to the show. Thank you for watching this much of the show. Make sure to like, comment, and subscribe because I don't really have much, uh, much edge to give away for this slate. There's not, I don't see much here. I ran two different versions of it so I can kind of contrast what a regular, like if you're playing a Sadie for a lot of money or very few people, play Brees Hall captain. Play some David Njoku captain. That seems like a pretty solid strategy. Uh, in the flex, play obviously the quarterbacks. Joe Flacco. Uh, the other quarterback is not in the... What? Trevor Simeon down here? Okay, I might have to look at some of these projections because I don't love having Trevor Simeon this far down the list. He, he's the starting quarterback. He's going to score points. Okay, good. We're not sorted by exposure. Okay. All right. Back to chilling out because we've got Joe Flacco, 35%. What? Simeon, 20%. I thought I just saw him 50%. I don't know what's going on here. I assumed that we would have the quarterbacks, but I guess it's a low-scoring game, so instead we have kickers and defenses as the optimal. Optimal. This is me. No, not like there's no. You know, I haven't done anything to these. I, I like what did I do to make. I, I limited my captains to reasonable captains. That's how I got it to where like you know, the so you can run it. Obviously, you have to make some changes to be able to run it on Saberson. But when you go to the geometric mean 22, so some amount of restriction, I don't think 19 is going to be possible on this slate. It's just not, I don't see that edge. I don't see that tight end two or three low owned piece that nobody's on. Like SaberSim has the value guy being Kenny Yaboa. So let's go to Jets snap counts. Snap counts. And we go to Yaboa. Where's Yaboa? Not seeing him. 10 snaps a game? Yeah, but, uh, tight end. Okay, so let's go over to tight end. Yeah, I don't, I don't know who this guy is at all. I, I might be about to tell you to take infinity of him, so I got to make sure that I have some reason for that. <laughs> Currently, he has not caught a pass all year. He is 2% mm, target percent, not ideal. He's not out there running very many uh, very many snaps. I'll give you that. Let's do, he's only been playing the last three games, though. So let's do weeks, custom. It looks like he came in when Uzuma went out. So let's do like 13 to 16. It'll give us at least a few games where it's, he's out there. Snap percent's 25%. So he's out there a quarter of the time. He's not... Hmm. Yeah. It's pretty unlikely they throw the ball to this guy. I gotta say, Kenny Boa, I, even in the captain, what, what would we project? So how would we project? How would we use this? So I would say the other two guys, Conklin and Ruckert, aren't exactly barnstormers either, right? These guys are slow, big guys, prototypical tight ends. So we can say roughly... Within this offense, dude score about 12 points per 100 snaps. He's going to get about 18 snaps. So let's say 0.12 times 8, 18. So 0.12 times 18 is about what I would project for Ruckert, 2, or uh, Yoboa. So I would project 2. That's a little bit higher than they even have him. So I'm going to leave it at 1.8 just because he is mostly a blocking tight end. I don't really want to have you guys jamming him even after all this. So what are the other guys... Since we got him up, Ruckert is doing 26% of the snaps, so he should have a slightly higher, but I think he's expensive. Let's see, Ruckert. Oh, is he out? 
hold on. That, that kind of changes things if Ruckert is out. What a what a dumb slate where where Ruckert being out is the thing, right? Is that really? I didn't scroll out. Oh, so okay. In that case, we're going to have to boost Yaboa because, well, this is a bit nuts. But so Ruckert was playing thirty seven percent of the snaps. Yaboa was at twenty five. So minimum, he's going to go up to thirty five. You would expect. So if he's at 26 snaps a game and 12, so then we would go 26 snaps a game. And I think we're going to get a slightly bigger number, three. So now we do have to boost Yaboa just a little bit to three points, which is, I mean, you hear me talking myself into it. It is dicey, but eh, not that dicey. And three points. What was it? Three point something? Three point one two. I'll just round it to three because I know he's not that good of a catcher. But he is hands down the best value on the slate, and you should probably get to him some. So that's that's where I will be. I assume getting like a handful of Yaboa. Now I I am still not actually getting so. Who knows what what you have to do to get to Yaboa? I I'm still not set. I don't like having my quarterbacks projected for not the most points on the slate. I know Trevor Simeon is bad. But I also know he's going to be losing in this game and probably throwing the ball. So I'm going to have trouble not being like Trevor Simeon is like a 20% worse quarterback than Joe Flacco and have that be where I go, right? Like, and I mean, Joe Flacco, he's been pretty good, man. 15, like, should he be below Amari Cooper? I don't know. Amari Cooper just had that one good week. But regardless, I do have to boost Simeon a little. He's still a quarterback. He's, I mean, a quarterback playing from behind? What, what are we doing? God, I got to have the kid. I mean, yes, I guess what we're saying is we're going to check it down to Brees Hall infinity times in this current setting. Whatever. Okay. I think, yeah. Do I have much more to say? Oh, right. So what were some other differences in captainship between the geomean restricted ones and the non-geomean restricted? Are there any? Didn't look like very many changes in the captain. In that case, I'm definitely going to play the the um, geomean restricted ones, right? I mean, like if it's just telling me play the same guys, we got Brees, we got Njoku, we've got Riley Patterson, Cooper, Elijah Moore, and then it's just like, a, okay. So Brees, Njoku, Patterson, and Cooper. I did the same salary range. So, or, well, it was 48 to 50 for the non-restricted one and 47.5 to 49.6 for the restricted ones. Brees all, Riley Patterson, David Njoku, and Elijah Moore. So I guess it's basically the same. So play the Play a little bit of salary restriction should, or a, a bit of um, ownership restriction should be fine on this slate. Even though it's a fun, I mean, it's a fun slate. Anything could happen. Uh, any one of these guys could go off. I do like what's his name, the one that we did, Elijah Moore. Uh, wow, he's the wide receiver too here, right? Hold on, what's going on with our projection for Elijah Moore? Maybe I do have some edge. Let's find some edge. So. Browns snap count. Oh, let's leave up the, the, the these snap counts and then let's pull up Browns snap counts. Okay, Browns snap counts. Okay, so we got a Browns snap counts. We got a wide receiver, and I'm pretty sure the number two is Elijah Moore, who is getting the same number of snaps as Amari Cooper. All right. So you guys have you guys have seen this game before. What do you do when you have one guy who is like doing way better. N number one, I'm aware Amari Cooper is a better receiver than Elijah Moore. That's not, I, I'm not trying to say that like, oh, this guy's like the 1A and a 1B situation. I know that it's a one and a two, but I'm trying to tell you, I don't, I can't have, I can't have Elijah Moore projected for nine and 
what do I got Cooper for 16 on the same number of snaps. So let's go down to, let's go down to 13 for also. Yeah. I think I got to go to at least 13 for, for uh, Elijah Moore as well. It's just like, we're projecting what Cooper gets all of the catches forever. I don't think so. I think they could both get there. So I'm not going to set a rule where it has to be one of them. Also, like if, if the jets are out to a lead, that's a good lineup. If you have both of them, right. You have, all the pass catchers that are going to catch passes. I mean, Njoku's there too. So I'm aware Njoku is pretty good and going to be out there even more. So what, 82% of the snaps, 61 snaps a game, 20 points. So 12 is appropriate. Do we have him for 12? Yep, 12 is appropriate. I just think wide receivers have a higher upside than tight ends. That's just, you know, they run longer routes. I know this guy, he's going to run longer routes. So I, I could look it up in dot. You look it up yourself. Double check me and pop it in the comments if I'm wrong about the A dot for Elijah Moore being longer than the A dot for David Njoku, but I'm not going to check it. I'm pretty sure it's right because uh, he's a wide receiver and he's really, he's not running dumb routes. He's not like running those little crossing routes every time. He's running, you know, actually, do I have, fine, I'm going to look up Elijah Moore route tree. Oh, apparently I had to run Elijah Moore route tree. 2022 he's he's not doing everything he's not doing like a yeah i mean like if we go to last year because that's the one i can find really easily look at this i mean yeah okay he's not going straight he's not gonna run a post for you every play because amari cooper is but he's gonna be the one running the little corner in underneath he's gonna be the one running the out the dig the curl i mean these are far downfield routes it's not you know and this is consistent you know it's a little bit worse he used to run the the straight routes more too but the kid's got a complete route tree what do you we can't pretend that, I mean, we could do David and Joku. And I'm guessing, yeah, they, <laughs> number one, people just don't do route trees for tight ends because what are you going to show, right? So I guess we get a bunch of pictures of half-naked David and Joku. So congratulations, everyone. I know that's what we all come here for, to see some nice nice pictures of men. All right, you see my general, the, the trend here, I'm going to have to re rebuild now that I've got a little bit more boost on Elijah Moore and Simeon. But yeah, you, you know, this is the way to go. If you if you see something like this and you're like, wait, the wide receiver two is projected for like no points, you got to you got to fix it. That's just not right to me. And I mean, it's probably going to be what kills me after Elijah Moore has another subpar game or something. But that is I mean, that's fine with me if he's out there and running routes and they just it, it's possible. Yes, that Flacco throws every ball to Amari Cooper and Amari Cooper toe taps every single amazing catch on the sideline. But it's also possible that the other team saw him set a team record for catches and yards or yards last week and is not going to let it happen again, right? They might do a scheme to take away Amari Cooper, in which case, who's going to be open and who's going to be at almost, I mean, 24% to Amari Cooper's 34%. People love to chase. People love to chase and they get hurt when they get hurt, right? Like we saw with Paul Reed yesterday, 80% the day before, exact same thing the next day. Now, granted, we had Dayron slightly better value, whatever. 20%. He was a quarter of the value just because he had hurt everybody. No difference in the play. You must be strong. You must know when there is something like that. Like, for me today, that's going to be Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore has had a bad season, but he has not been demoted. He is still out there running every one of those routes. And he could, he's like, he's the next guy in the projection progression. If they do take away Amari Cooper, Flacco goes, oh, Right. I mean, he looks to the next guy, throws him the ball. He's not a bad quarterback. So anyway, all right. That's my entire thing today, I guess, is get yourself a little bit of Elijah Moore. 
All right. Remember, you're good enough. You're strong enough. And gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. What is it? $300,000? Might as well be us.